ಗೋಪೀಜನ ವಲ್ಲಭ ಜಯ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಜನವಲ್ಲಭ ಜಯ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಜಯ ಗಿರಿವರಧಾರಿ ಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಜಯ ವ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಜಯ ಯಶೋದಾನಂದನ ಜಯ ವ್ರಜನರಂಜನ ಜಯ ಯಮುನಾತಿರವನ ಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ಯಮುನಾತಿರವನ ಚಾರಿ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಜಯ ರಾಧ ಮಾಧವ ಜಯ ಕುಂಜ ಬಿಹಾರಿ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಹರೇ 
कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे प्रभु पदा जया प्रभु पदा जया प्रभु पदा श्रीला प्रभु पदा जय जय प्रभु पा प्रभु पा प्रभु पा जय जय प्रभु पा योम शबाद परमहंस प्रवाचकाचार्य श्रोत्र श्री श्रीमद हिस् डिवेन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी महाराज शिल प्रभुपाद की जय इस्कॉन बी बी राजरी शिल प्रभुपाद की जय देवम विश्वपाद परमहंस प्रवाचकाचार्य श्रोत्र श्री श्रीमद भक्त सिद्धांत श्री ठाकुर महाराज शिल प्रभुपाद की जय आनंद कोड़ी वैष्णवृंद की जय नामाचार्य श्री हरिदास ठाकुर की जय प्रेम सक हो जय श्री कृष्ण प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासादि गौर भक्त वृंद की जय ग्रंथराज श्रीमद्भागवतम की जय नृताय गौर प्रेमानंदे ओल ग्लोरी असम्बल डिवोडीज ओल ग्लोरी से असम्बल डिवोडीज ओल ग्लोरी से असम्बल डिवोडीज ओल गोष श्री गुरु गौरंग ओल गोष शील प्रभुपाद की जय हरे कृष्णा ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय 
ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय वी आर रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद भागवतम कैंटो सेवन चैप्टर थर्टीन एंटाइटल द बिहेवियर ऑफ अ परफेक्ट पर्सन वर्स नंबर फोर्टी फोर आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तथो निरीहो विरमेत सानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तदो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तथो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तदो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तथो निरीहो विरमेत अनुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तथो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तदो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित आत्मानुभूत माया जुहुया सत्यद्रंग मुनि तथो निरीहो विरमेत स्वानुभूत्यात्मनिस्थित वर्ड टू वर्ड ट्रांसलेशन रेस्पॉन्सिबिली प्लीज आत्म अनुभूत अंटू सेल्फ रियलाइजेशन 
Tam, that. Maya, the false ego of material existence. Juhuyat should offer as an oblation. Satyadruk, one who has actually realized the ultimate truth. Munihi, such a thoughtful person. Tataha, because of the self-realization. Nidihaha, without material desires. Viramet, one must completely retire from material activities. So, Anubhuti Atmani. In self-realization, self sthitaha, thus being situated. A learned, thoughtful person must realize that material existence is illusion. This is possible only by self-realization. A self-realized person who has actually seen the truth should retire from all material activities being situated in self-realization. Purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada Ki. By an analytical study of the entire constitution of the body, one can surely come to the conclusion that the soul is different from all the body's material constituents such as earth, water, fire and air. Thus, the difference between the body and soul can be realized by a person who is thoughtful, Manishi or Muni. And after this realization of the individual spirit soul, one can very easily understand the supreme spirit soul. If one thus realizes that the individual soul is subordinate to the supreme spirit soul, he achieves self-realization. As explained in the 13th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, there are two souls within the body. The body is called Kshetra and there are two Kshetranyas or occupants of the body, namely the super soul, Paramatma and the individual soul. The super soul and the individual soul are like two birds sitting on the same tree, the material body. One bird, the individual forgetful bird, is eating the fruits of the tree, not caring for the instructions of the other bird, which is only a witness to the activities of the first bird, who is his friend. When the forgetful bird comes to understand the supreme friend, who is always with him and trying to give him guidance in different bodies, he takes shelter of the lotus feet of the supreme bird. As explained in the yoga process, When one actually becomes a perfect yogi, by meditation he can see the supreme friend and surrender unto him. This is the beginning of Bhakti Yoga or actual life in Krishna Consciousness. Om Jnanati Miranthasya Jnananjana Shalakaya 
ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪಕದಾಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಗಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೂನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥಾನ್ಯುತ ತಂ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವಂಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದಾನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತ ಶ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ಯುತಂಶ್ಚ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಗಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತ ಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಛಗಲ್ಪದರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧೂಭ್ಯತಿ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಜೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯನಂದ ಶ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧಾಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೋರ್ಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಭೂತೈರ್ಮಹಾಭ್ಯ ಮಾಪುರೋ ವಿಭೂ ನಿರ್ಮಾಯಶೇತೆ ಯದಮೂಷ ಪುರುಷ ಭುಂಕ್ತೆ ಗುಣಾನ್ ಷೋಡಶ ಷೋಡಶಾತ್ಮಕ ಸೋಲಂಕೃಷೀಷ್ಟ ಭಗವಾನ್ ವಚಾಂಸಿ ಮೇ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹಿಯ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕಮಿಂಗ್ ಟು ದ ಎಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಕಾನ್ವರ್ಸೇಷನ್ ಬಿಟ್ವೀನ್ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದಿಸ್ ಬ್ರಾಹ್ಮಣ who is following the vritti or function or the lifestyle of a python ajagara ajagara means a python ajagara vritti ajagara means of the ajagara of the python vritti a lifestyle or a livelihood of a python so this is considered a very important conversation in shrimad bhagavatam because Prahlad Maharaj himself is a pure devotee. He has personally seen the Supreme Lord. The Supreme Lord has come in front of him. He indeed perfected his life by the process of Smaranam, one of the nine items of devotion service. And after that, he is going on a tour to find the characteristics and behavior of a perfected devotee, a pure devotee. So this is indeed very wonderful because people do go out to see so many other things. Here, Prahlad Maharaj is only interested in the behavior of a pure devotee. Indeed, he meets this Brahmana who is performing Ajagara Vritti. So here, uh, this Brahmana is giving series of instructions, series of realizations, showing the characteristics of perfected devotees and it's almost towards the end because there are only two more verses in this chapter and the chapter is titled the behavior of a perfect person so we are hearing from another perfected person so one perfected person is hearing the characteristics of another perfected person so that's what that's the context here specifically it is mentioned see a learned 
thoughtful person must realize the material existence in illusion that is the first sentence so this is a point which is worth considering that if somebody is learned if somebody is thoughtful such a person naturally look into this world and try to see how this world is working and what are the kinds of traps in this world and this is not necessarily devotees even non devotee scholars they also study illusions of this world but of course they cannot go into the depths of it however they study the illusion of choices illusion of perception illusion of consciousness illusions in behavior illusion of control so many different kinds of illusions they do study illusion of happiness so even material scholars want to see what are the kind of illusions exist in this world but the sad reality is that even after studying all these illusions they remain in illusion even though they can expose some illusion still they are subjected to the illusion which they have exposed this is the reality of this world so there are big scholars who have studied illusion and who have got nobel prizes nobel prizes behavioral economics you know combining psychology and uh, uh, the the spending habits economics um, scholars have studied and they have got a new field and got nobel prize still th- even they cannot save some themselves fr- from the trap of illusion even what they have studied even if it is a spending habit or a behavior it is so difficult so it is mentioned in shastra that shastra also accepts that material scholars can reveal some illusions so shastra is also not blind towards that so shastra accept okay even the material scholars can study illusion they are thoughtful person to their own right they can reveal some illusions so what is pralad maharaj says in his prayers to lord narasimhadev kutrashisha shruti do you know this verse no you haven't said it yet kutrashisha shruti sukham rukatrishni roopa kutrashisha where the benediction shruti sukha the pleasing words we have heard that there is happiness in this world and it is very pleasing kutrashisha shruti sukha mrukatrishni roopa mrukatrishni roopa what is the meaning of mruga anyone knows the meaning of mruga dear we should know when we come to shastra we know this word mruga mruga means dear and it is always used in a particular context in connection to mirage yeah mirage in the desert in the desert there is a mirage in the desert and the desert if you go you can see if you go in the highway we can see the mirage so prahlad maharaj is comparing kutrashisha shruti sukha mrugadrishni roopa comparing the happiness of this world to mirage saying where is the happiness hmm? and then kutrashisha kutra means where kutrashisha where is this benediction of happiness shruti sukha very pleasing to hear that there is happiness but where is it 
It is just like the mirage in, in the desert. Then he says, Ko edam kalevaram asheshadu jam viroha. Ko edam kalevara. How about this body? What is the kuedam kalevara? What is the use of this body? What is the use of this body? And why he mentioned what is the use of this body? He asks, Ashesha rujam viroha. Ashesha rujam. It's a bag of all miseries, all, all diseases. It, it can take some time to realize that. If you are young, we don't realize. But on and off, we realize, okay, there are problems with this body. But later, it becomes more evident. <laughs> right? That, that's where Ashesha rujam. Ashesha rujam. Ashesha means all kinds of. Shesha means, Ashesha means nothing left. Ashesha rujam viroha. It is a bag of all kinds of miseries. Ashesha rujam viroha. So he says, you know, kvedam kalevaram. What's the value in this body? Then nirvyadyate. Nirvyadyate natujano. And people in general, the people cannot be satisfied in this condition, in this material world, while living in this body, no one can get satisfaction. Isn't it? We, we know. Very temporary satisfaction we get, and after that it's very fleeting. We know, we have sufficient experience. Hmm? And even materialists, they do admit, they accept. This is a, here is the interesting point. So, there is no satisfaction in this world, they accept. There is no real happiness. Mrigatrishni Rupa. Hmm? And the body has all different kinds of problems. That is also accepted. And they are also accepting nirvidyate. There is no satisfaction. Natu jano yet apidi vidwan. The vidwan, material scholars, they are able to accept everything. Then, the last line, most of the time, in the verse, last line, it comes to the crux, right? It comes to the point. And then, Prahlad Maharaj makes a point. Kamanalam madhu lavai samayan durapai. Kamanalam madhu lavai samayan durapai. It is so difficult to get happiness in this world. Even understanding everything, still what the material scholars are trying for madhu levai just to get a drop of that happiness by performing durapai by performing so much of difficulties even understanding everything still such learned persons try for a drop of happiness in this world so pralamara thinks this is very interesting isn't it there is no dearth of knowledge in one sense they understand, they can study the illusion. Thoughtful person, as it is mentioned here, through material means, they are able, able to expose the illusions to some degree. Still, they fall trapped into the same illusion. Question is, why? Okay, let's hear from our esteemed audience. Why? We can answer. See here. Forgetfulness, yes, part of yes, but forgetfulness is there. Anything more? Yes, look. Okay, the modes are overcoming. Yes, that's true. Modes are overcoming. At one point, thoughtful are able to, in the control of goodness, able to reveal things. And then, under passion and ignorance, yes, another one. Yes, exactly, uncontrolled senses. 
uncontrolled senses. That is the point of Prahlad Maharaj actually. Uncontrolled senses and mind. So one can have all the knowledge, but if the senses are not controlled, what's the use? Then, there is another important point. Okay, there is one point, yes, uncontrolled senses. But what else? This is also a very important point. Even, even more important than uncontrolled senses. What do they lack? Yes, even before faith. They know about the mysteries. They understand the temporary nature of this world. Yes, uh, related, they are a bit more deeper. Intelligence is close by. Eh? Yeah, that is the closest. They don't have knowledge, but what knowledge? Exactly, they don't have a higher knowledge. So even though one can say, okay, there are problems in this world, but as far as they don't have a higher knowledge, as far as we don't have higher knowledge, then there is a vacuum. What can be done? Just by knowing that there is misery, that is not enough. What is the alternative? What else can we do? Since that is in there, they fall trapped to the same illusion. So there is no transcendental knowledge, there is no higher knowledge, so there are no alternative options, and so there is no sense control, and there is one more point. No higher knowledge, can't control the senses, can't control the senses. What is another reason for not controlling the senses and mind? Yes, but in this, no, not generally speaking, in this particular context. Yes, that is part of can't control the mind. What we have and what materials don't have. What devotees have. Association. Yes, that is part of something. Association is part of the thing what we are following. What do we have? Chanting. Chanting is also part of that. We have? We have Krishna consciousness or we have, there is a process. There is a process. There is knowledge and in that knowledge there is a process by which we can control the mind and the senses. And that is the only reason, that is the only way one can, there's a possibility of going beyond illusion. So that's why the first sentence is, a learned, total person must realize that material existence is illusion. This is possible only by self-realization. Can you see, other, there is no other means we can actually realize this. One can temporarily come to some knowledge, but it is of no use. Otherwise, what happens? The so-called scholars, they cannot control their senses at all. There are so many academic conferences. You know about academic con conferences. Okay, there are so many papers being presented. Interestingly, all the academic conferences are conducted in big cities or if there are some scenic places. So it can attract people, is it right? And then what happens? Okay, daytime there are presentation, evening there are parties. There is drinking, right? It's all part of you know, if you consider on one side, a big philosopher, and the activities are known different from a normal person. One can be a big philosopher, but the activities are the same sense enjoyment. Drinking, intoxication, illicit, you know, the same thing. 
So where is the real knowledge? So this is the problem of this world. So this is lacking self-realization. This is lacking the real knowledge. So without the real knowledge, it is not possible to understand anything. So here, that's why here we are coming to in this purport, it is explained about Bhakti Yoga. And even before presenting Bhakti Yoga, it is mentioned that a thoughtful person, if they're really thoughtful, they can come to the platform of understanding that I am not the body, I am not the mind, but I am the spirit soul. At least I am beyond this material energy. One can, with intelligence, at least one can come to that platform. One can at least see that, okay, there is something beyond. Srila Prabhupada gave the example of Socrates. In this conversation, he gave the example of, you know, Greek philosopher Socrates. He said, you know, with intelligence he came to the platform of Gyan, that understanding, look, I am not the body, I am not the mind. I am, I am something, is something beyond, I am the soul. That kind of platform he could arrive at. He could be a witness not affected by the material changes. So that is the kind of, Prabhupada gives an example of a Gyani in the modern times. That is the maximum one can, but Prabhupada says if one can come to the platform of the soul, then easily one can understand who is super soul because there are no material attachments. And then one can go beyond, one can come to the platform of Bhakti Yoga. However, it is mentioned Mayam, here Mayam is translated very interesting. What is the Maya? False ego of material existence. False ego. Yesterday's class also mentioned about false ego. So what really we had to give up is false ego and then really accept the true ego, right? False ego and false ego is pervading everything. We know, we know that for the conditioned soul, the consciousness is filtered through the false ego. So it's not the pure consciousness, the chitta, contaminated consciousness. What is the contaminated consciousness? The pure consciousness, the pure chetana is being polluted by false ego. So that is chitta, one of the ingredients, chitta. Contaminated consciousness. So that contaminated consciousness is spreading all throughout our body. The mind, intelligence, the body, sense everywhere is spread. What awareness we talk about, awareness we talk about consciousness, that is actually chitta, that is a contaminated consciousness. The contaminated consciousness is consciousness which is contaminated by the false ego. So ultimately here in the series of verses the word uses juhuyat, juhoti. Juhoti means Sacrifice, oblation, we have the Egya, you know, the Egya we offer, you know, idam krishnaya, idam namama, you know, we offer, that is juhoti, offers, that is juhoti. And juhuyat, juhuyat means one should offer, one should sacrifice. So it's an instruction, so that's why it's mentioned, juhuyat. So what one should sacrifice? Mayam juhuyat. What one should sacrifice? One should give up false ego. So... That is the most difficult thing to renounce. Everything else is easy to renounce. But when it comes to false ego, it is so difficult. Because false ego is pervading all our existence. If we want to enjoy in this world, there has to be false ego. Meaning, we had to forget Krishna. Then we can get false ego. So they go parallelly. We, otherwise, how can we enjoy in this world? Even as devotees, we may enjoy, materially speaking, I mean, we are not pure devotees. That time we had to actually forget Krishna. Illusion means forgetfulness of Krishna. Otherwise there is no possibility of enjoyment. And now the whole world, now it's a summer. 
people go to the beach you know lying down for you know for ages in the morning till evening go for surfing spending hours and hours you know generally speaking that is the enjoyment and to do that for karmis there is no knowledge about krishna otherwise it is not possible to do it you go to the now is the time for music festivals we do so many catering for music festivals you know you go to the music festivals what happens people are just drinking dancing lot of drugs flowing right and this is life you know the the sad enough every music festival pretty much every music festival people do die because overdose isn't it and everyone knows this but this is this is the enjoyment for getting krishna and one is actually suffering Hmm. Yesterday, Sri Adhani Prabhu mentioned about the different kinds of covering. It was nice, different kinds of tama. Huh? Starting from tama, you know, uh, moha, mahamoha, tamishra, anthadamishra, you know, the five co- co- kinds of coverings, the ignorance created by Brahma. Tamishra and anthadamishra, tamishra means, you know, frustrating, frustration in this material world. Hmm? Frustration, enjoyment leads to frustration. Everyone has experience. And an- anthadamishra means, it is like the... Uh, complete hopelessness <laughs> you understand this is material existence this is the world and for all this what is required false ego false identification of the body and the mind and the extended self it can it can be in different levels it can be this kind of gross enjoyments or it can be other kinds of false ego nationalism big thing india nationalism is a big thing right everywhere nationalism is a big thing sometimes i feel sad speaking to old people they are completely into nationalistic agenda you know i i some people i can tell some people i can't tell you know now is not the time to think about this kind of things just worry about krishna consciousness because you can leave the body any time <laughs> be careful don't get too attached to nationalism this point in time it can be dangerous hmm and some people don't listen if, if i even a hint no don't live in the illusory world come to the reality now we are telling come to the reality what is that think about krishna now don't get into don't be so passionate about nationalism the time is ticking correct so the illusion can be the false ego can come in any form in any shape any form one has to be very clear as devotees have to be very clear because even we cannot get into these kind of agendas then we can be swept away isn't it right getting into politics even devotees into nationalism the politics or oh, this happened that happened geopolitics then we are being swept away by false identification false ego then for devotees also false ego comes in the common use of false ego which is in our dealings isn't it if somebody is correcting us what happens sometimes oh, who are you to correct right and immediately the thought comes to our mind when correcting even accepting orders instructions while receiving instructions right even somebody criticizes us these are the times actually our ego false ego comes to its surface and that too interestingly enough that too if we get criticized about our core strength support suppose somebody say good cook one is identifying completely with the cook, as a cook very good cooking i am expert cook if someone criticizes that then ego affects more why because that is our identification so depending on where the identification is that where we hurt more right if somebody is somebody is not a good singer 
he also knows or she also knows I am not a good singer, I am just ma managing to sing. Somebody says, you know, your singing is not so good. We accept that that's all right. But if you are skilled at something else and one is completely identified and someone criticizes that, then the false ego affects a lot. Then also, who is criticizing? Who is instructing? Is a junior equal or senior? Senior we may tolerate, that's okay, senior devotee giving some instructions is okay. Equal means some more problem. Yeah, who is he? He is equal to me. Why is he giving me instruction? He may be telling some good things, but the false ego come in between for us, practicing devotees. And then, if it is some junior, oh, Krishna, what will happen? <laughs> so can you see, if a junior criticizing or give instructing on our core skill, then it is even more painful. Can you see? So even our normal devotion life, we can see this false ego uh, plays a very important role. And that's why it is mentioned here in this verse, very clearly mentioned, Mayam Juhuyat. In the process of self-realization, in the process of Krishna consciousness, Mayam Juhuyat. One must sacrifice this Maya. How do we do that? If somebody is correcting us, instead of placing ourselves, we should think, what is best for Krishna service? What is best for Krishna service? That is a good meditation. So then we are removing ourselves and we are placing Krishna. Then it is a little bit, we'll get a little bit more clarity in our thought process. Okay, ultimately it is for Krishna's pleasure. So what is good for that? What is the good for service? Maybe he or she is correcting, maybe it's good for the service. So instead of placing ourselves and our skill, our activity, now we are focusing on Krishna, that is helpful. So it, we need to think, okay, how our mind is thinking and how can we correct ourselves. For example, Srila Prabhupada, you know, 1967 in San Francisco, you, you know, he had the chapter in Lilamrita, our master hasn't finished his work. You know, you can see Prabhupada had heart palpitation and you know the uh, a doctor that they couldn't get a doctor it was a public holiday they couldn't get a doctor finally got a doctor an old doctor a, a drunkard person you remember that reading in lilamrita <laughs> many of you have done lilamrita exam also so you remember and what they asked you know so what to do he, he was drunkard he said you know old man is praying too much <laughs> that was he said the old man is praying too much it's true in one sense, <laughs> but that's what he said, he's a drunkard. The old man is praying too much, he needs some exercise. In front of Prabhupada, you know, <laughs> he needs some exercise, he should go for morning walk. What did Prabhupada do? He took it as Krishna's instruction. And he didn't say, look who is this karmi, meat eater, drunkard. If you list the disqualification, there is n number of disqualification. Prabhupada didn't see that. Prabhupada said, this is, a, this is something good. This is the instruction from Krishna, so that I can maintain my body and I can do my service. So Prabhupada maintained his body. All his routine was to have a healthy body so that he can do his service properly. So we can see how false ego was not there, but the body is mentioned. Sharira madhyam ghalu dharma sadhanam. Upanishads mention Sharira madhyam ghalu dharma sadhanam. That the sharira is the first object, you know, the first tool to perform the dharma. Even to perform bhakti, if there is no body, how are we going to do the bhakti? So it has to be maintained. So Prabhupada could see that. I heard the story where uh, Sasuru Maharaj, he was chanting, and uh, one, uh, one new, new devotee, he just turned up and told, Maharaj, uh, you are not chanting properly. You have to be more attentive. And he left. Maharaj, immediately he became more serious and he started chanting. 
he didn't chastise you know, interestingly enough he didn't chastise you know, who are you <laughs> so that is our tendency so we had to see we had to see our consciousness and we had to direct it toward krishna hmm? so we had to see the pleasure of krishna we had to see how what is best for krishna service then it becomes easier to deal with uh, corrections criticisms because in in life we have to face all this and we need to deal with them properly hmm? and then it is mentioned further about self realization in this purport hmm? here it's mentioned about uh, the the two birds hmm? two birds it's a very famous analogy right two birds analogy uh, in bhagavatam actually this two birds explained in uh, Uh, 13 chapter shilabhu was called 13 chapter it is mentioned in the upanishad kathopanishad there is a mention about that we can read in the purports of uh, bhagavad gita also uh, this is elaborately explained in uh, shrimad bhagavatam in the 10th canto in the second chapter uh, prayers of the demigods hmm? very very nice verse actually very very descriptive verse Uh, if he has studied the prayers of the time, very nice verse. Ekaya no so dipalastri mula chatura sapanja vitha shadatma saptatva kashta vidapo na vaksha dashachadi dukha gohya divriksha. It's talking about a vriksha, again about a tree, but gives a very uh, lot of details about this tree. What is this tree? Ekaya na, there is one trunk for this tree. It's a big tree. And who is that tree ekayana it is a very, it's actually very when i saw this verse i was very amazed because in this verse there is a numbering in sanskrit from 1 to 10 ega doya 3 chatu pancha shat ashta sapta nava you know dasha you know all the numbering is there and they are all connected to our body so first it is mentioned ekayana so there is one trunk for this body there is one body and that is this body so this vriksha has one trunk a big vriksha a big tree and dipala there are two fruits to this tree two kinds of fruits what are the two kinds of fruits can anyone guess two kinds of fruits for this tree easy exactly bitter and sweet or happiness and distress you know happiness and distress these are the two kinds of fruit so dipala trimula and there are three roots that is the basis the three roots what are the three roots three modes of material nature so very easy so the one tree two fruit two kinds of fruits and three roots ekayana so dipala trimula chaturasa and there are four tastes taste four chaturrasa four tastes are there four rasas are there so in terms of activities i'll give you a clue in terms of activities there are four kinds of activities according to the vedic standards one can perform four kinds of activities in that one can derive taste exactly dharma artha kama and moksha because if you see all the activities they must fall into these categories except one activity what is that bhakti so that is chaturrasa that is dharma artha kama moksha what else is there in this world isn't it one can perform one's duties religious duties then one can have uh, artha means of enjoyment resources money etc one can enjoy the senses and finally one can try to get out of it 
that's all in this world so chaturrasa panjavidha then it is mentioned there are panjavidha five generally five is connected to what five senses simple right so because we use this five senses to pursue all these four activities and to get different kinds of taste so pancha vidha so there are five senses and then what is that shadatma shadatma is translated as six kinds of circumstances so we act or we have to face with six circumstances situations in this world can you tell some just give it a guess <laughs> no harm <laughs> nothing to go wrong one circumstance very broad rejection okay i will uh, what will give re- rejection will give what eh uh, rejection can give anger rejection give what else distress yeah, yeah distress there are many effects okay so first one is lamentation lamentation second one we were discussing this word is about illusion hmm? lamentation illusion then old age death hunger and thirst the circumstances we go through and then there are seven layers saptatvak tok means the layers saptatvak so they are the different coverings of the body you know skin blood muscle fat you know the different coverings so they are the saptatvak then eight branches ashtavitapa eight branches are there what are the eight branches eight number related to bhagavad gita i'll give you the chapter clue seven chapter there are eight things mentioned eh ashtanga yoga is not in the seven chapter i'll give you one more clue 5 plus 3 okay here we go yes they are related to that the elements related to that hmm? right bhumira apavanalo vayu ghammano buddhirevacha so eight so they are the eight branches and then there are nine holes that is very easy right nine holes of the body and then there are ten kinds of leaves dashachadi ten kinds of leaves what are they uh no that is cover no not it they are actually the airs passing in the body the 10 kinds of airs so it's giving the whole description of the body so the demigod they are very intelligent so they can bring in this kind of analogy you know explaining or 10 things in a tree and then finally comes to the point dvighagohi adivrakshah dvighagah who are the dvighagah two birds gaga gaga means birds two birds are there who are they soul and the super soul that's ancient so in this tree the most important is the soul and the super soul after explaining everything elaborately the demi god says okay there are the soul and the super soul and this is called the adivriksha hmm? adivriksha because this is the original this is the original tree or construction of the material body whether individual or universal so adivriksha this is the ultimately this is from the supreme lord so as it's mentioned in this purport when the, of one of the bird when this bird starts to look towards the witness bird 
that is the time bhakti starts okay first acknowledging there is a witness word that is the supreme lord that is the beginning of bhakti and then engage in the service that is the beginning of bhakti now here after mentioning this this verse if you see the very important point that is mentioned in sanskrit it is mentioned viramet viram do you know the meaning of virama resting full stop or stop viramati also means retire what is mentioned viramet one should retire all activities other than krishna consciousness here is mentioned viramet so here uh, this ajagaravrti the brahmana who is performing ajagaravrti the python man is giving the retirement program when one should retire that is and what should what one should retire what one should do after retirement this is a retirement program because devotees all always tell you know okay only five more years only 10 more years <laughs> i've heard this many times you know at the age of 40 at the age of 45 at the age of 50 i want to give up my job only devotion service many times devotees say that but very difficult to see that <laughs> so this is the retirement program so here the python man is telling viramed one should retire but there is qualification for that <laughs> okay what is mentioned okay one who has seen the truth should retire from all material activities so we are in the process we are in the process of seeing the truth devotions are chanting hare krishna mahamantra seeing the deities <laughs> doing devotion service we are seeing the truth step by step it's not all or nothing bhakti is not all or nothing you know either i am a pure devotee or i am a materialist no we are in between slowly making progress so here this is quite corroborating the verses from bhagavad gita in the third chapter we can see krishna mentions the same point but in a different context and a different purport yastu atmadirevasyat atmadruptascha manava atmanneva sandushta tasya karyam na vidyate third chapter what what is the qualification he takes pleasure in the self but is a capital s in the supreme lord okay that's the qualification mentioned here also one is taking pleasure in the self and one who find what is what else who, such a person is whose human life is one of self realization and who is satisfied in the self only fully satisfied for him there is no duty so prabhupada in the purport i was reading the purport very interesting first sentence is a person who is fully krishna conscious and is fully satisfied by his acts in krishna consciousness no longer has any duty to perform and fully krishna conscious that fully is italicized when you read the purport you can see that, that fully is italicized make sure please understand this <laughs> then there is no duty to perform here uh the python man is on that platform so he is telling i am just lying down who is maintaining me krishna is maintaining me i am not going to do anything to maintain myself whatever is coming on my way i will eat if i get maintained i will survive if not that's all right so this is the platform so he this is a complete retirement program shown by python man no i'm not going to do anything so as prahlad maharaj was perplexed sometimes uh, we generally we see the transcendentalist skinny but i see you you are very healthy you are fat what's the secret and uh, you know and you are not working you are not earning you are not a sense of joy and you have full realization why are you like this so this is the answer he has completely retired from all his duties 
he is under the complete shelter of the Lord. So, if he gets to eat, he eats. And if he doesn't, he doesn't. So, this is a very high platform. We cannot imitate. And in those series of verses, what is the take of Krishna? Here it is mentioned, Viramet. One must retire. That's what is mentioned. But the take on Krishna in the third chapter, what is the take on Krishna on this point? One who is self-realized, what he should do? According to the third chapter of Bhagavad Gita. He should give up the duty. Okay, it doesn't matter. It is mentioned whether it works or not. It doesn't really matter. That's what is mentioned there. But kind of conclusion, where is it arriving at? Eh? Okay, one can offer the results to Krishna. But in terms of activities, what is mentioned specifically? Okay, but that's not the crux. What is the point? Such a person, even self-realized, one should act to set an example for others. Isn't it? <laughs> that, that is the context in which presented. So, no duties are performed. Still, one should perform the duties to, to set an example for others. So, that duty is not entangling because one is not attached to the results. So everything is completely connected to Krishna. That's what Krishna is ad- advising Arjuna. He cannot tell Arjuna, now you go to the forest, follow Ajagravarti. Possible? No. It's on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. So, the take is slightly different or completely different. <laughs> so, but the point is the same. Both are talking about self-realized person. So, Arjuna is also a self-realized person. He is fighting for Krishna. Janakadaya mentioned the examples of Janaka. Janaka and they are self-realized people still. They are conducting their duties. They are still king. Father of Mother Sita. And Krishna gives him his own example. I don't have anything to do but still I act. Hmm? Everyone follows my path. So this is the, uh, we can see the same point, but there are different takes on the circumstances according to the instruction. So we need to, we need proper guidance, we need maturity, what to, uh, what to do at this point in time, right? We cannot immaturely, okay, here it's mentioned, Viramet, okay, let me retire, and it's going to work. What are we going to do after that? Where is the platform of self-realization? So, we have to take it very properly, understand. And then it is mentioned further that the bird, again, about self-realization, the bird is waiting for us. Our friend, who is that? Krishna. Krishna is waiting. Krishna is always thinking, how can we get this jiva back to the spiritual world? This is the thought of Krishna. Krishna is thinking. Krishna has a plan for everyone. We have to follow the plan of Krishna, that's all. Krishna is thinking, when is coming to me? He's thinking like that. In fact, in the Gopakumar, in his journey, we have mentioned before, when he reaches to Vaikuntha, Lord Narayan tells Gopakumar, I was looking at you in that life. I thought that life you will make it. But I was waiting and waiting. You almost got the association of the devotees. I thought you will come to me. Nothing happened. Then I was waiting in the next life, what's going to happen to us? No, that life also you didn't make it. And finally, you have come to me. Can you see? So there, the Lord himself reveals his mind. He's actually waiting for all of us. So this is the anxiety of the Lord. What is the anxiety of the Lord? Okay, how can I get all these people back? We can see that in Chaitanya Avatar. Lord Chaitanya is in complete anxiety. He tells Haridas Thakur. Right? He tells Haridas Thakur, I I have anxiety. Oh, Haridas, I have one anxiety. And what is the anxiety? Specific one, specific anxiety towards the end of CC. 
of Lord Chaitanya. Do you know the anxiety of Lord Chaitanya? What is the anxiety of Lord Chaitanya? Yes, living entities back to Godhead and specifically he mentions about specific groups. How can I help who are in the lower forms? Trees, plants, animals, how can I deliver them? And how can I also deliver even the malaychas? Hmm? That is his anxiety. You, are, you, not even, you cannot even accept all this Vedic principle. How can I deliver all these living entities? So his anxiety is delivering living entities and he wants to know how to deliver them even those who are on the lowest level. Hmm? In the beginning of CC. He wanted to give the highest to the lowest. So when he comes to the lowest, he wants to consider about the plants and you know, not even human beings. He wanted to consider everyone. How can I deliver everyone? So he told Haridas, please give a solution to my anxiety. What did Haridas Thakur say? Chant. He said loud chanting because even trees can get delivered by chanting because their chanting is if devotees chant loud, if the, the echo from the trees, if the, the holy name is touching, the sound vibration is touching the trees, that is their chanting. The echo from the trees, that is their chanting. So, oh my Lord, don't be in anxiety. The holy name is a solution. <laughs> and then Haridas Thakur glorifies the holy name. Hmm? So this is the mercy of this friend, the Supreme Lord. Hmm? So it is mentioned, hmm? you know, Nama Vyaharanam Vishnor Yatat Vishyamati. It's in the sixth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. Nama Vyaharanam Vishnoho. Chanting the holy name of Krishna, Nama Vyaharanam Vishnoho. Yatat Vishyamati. Here again, the beautiful purport given by Acharya Srila Prabhupada and Again the thought process of the real friend Krishna. What he thinks. If we want to know someone, the, the most difficult is what is the thought process of the person next to us. It can be even a partner or whatever. It's difficult to know the thought process. And here Krishna's thought process is given in regard to the holy name. The Lord is thinking, even in this case of Ajamal, he chanted the holy name, not with any bhakti, it was an accidental chanting, it was a, you know, a reflection of chanting, it was not a proper chanting. But the Lord is thinking, because this person has chanted my holy name, now it is my duty to give protection. Can you see? Even without intention. So this is the kindness of Krishna. This is the kindness of the other bird as it is mentioned in this purport. He is just waiting, looking and somehow or other chanted. And then Haridas Thakur says about the holy name, even if, if Malaychas are chant, telling Haram, you might have heard this Haram, since Ram is there, they will get delivered. And he goes to a level further in the name of the Lord. Say for example, Rama, if there is some letters in between and if the Ra and Ma is there, still even for that, the living entities will get benefit. 
So can you imagine <laughs> the kindness, you know, I'm not even telling Rama or Krishna, there is a Kri and you know, somewhere else there is Shna is there, in between there are so many other uh, letters, still one gets some benefit. So this is perplexing, oh, how, oh amazing, <laughs> how does that work? So this is the mercy of the Lord, so the Lord is ready to protect, he is the real friend. Hmm? So even in case of Ajamal, then what to speak of residents of Vrindavan? Hmm. When this Govardhan pastime happened, or oh, in a heavy rain, they were uh, severely perturbed. So all the gopas, all the gopis, all the calves, everyone approached the Lord, right? Immediately the Lord responds after hearing, after seeing the whole thing, the, the, again the thought process of the Lord is given. The Lord is thinking, you know, they are, this is my family, they are my devotees. He says, Gopaye Atma Yogena. Gopaye Atma Yogena. Gopaye means I will protect. I will personally protect. Or I have it to protect. Gopaye Atma Yogena with my own energy. Soyam me Vrata Ahita. Soyam me Vrata Ahita. This is my vow. This is my promise that I will protect my devotees. We can hear it in Bhagavad Gita. Kaunteya pradijani hi name bhakta pranashyati. Same thing in Bhagavatam 10 canto. <laughs> okay, the, the devotees, the residents are coming. No, I will protect. Gopaye atma yogena. Soham vrata ahita. I have taken this vrata. I have taken this vrata. I will protect my devotees. So this is the nature of the Supreme Lord. So this is the Lord, as it is mentioned in this purport, the witness bird. So he is not just witness. He's thinking also, how can we help? So the moment we show some interest, the Lord start helping. And that's why we have association of the devotees. That's why we have the temple. That's why we have service to the Lord. Hmm? So with this, I conclude. Don't hear any comments, questions. Yes, Sivya has a question. Hare Krishna Prabhu, thank you for the nice class. Prabhu ji, you mentioned when someone criticizes, criticizes us, our false ego creeps in and then we try to revert back. But Prabhu, sometimes we see when we keep silence, silence means we are accepting the mistake. But sometimes we see we haven't done that mistake. So how, what should we do? How should we answer them back? So uh, showing, uh, not showing our false ego. Hmm. Some people, no need to respond, accept. If Guru is chastising, don't reply back. <laughs> Just accept. <laughs> don't tell back, no, I didn't do that. Guru Maharaj, no, I didn't do that. Just accept. <laughs> right? In certain situations, one may explain humbly. Hmm? There is no problem. If it is a reality, this is the situation. Hmm? And to Guru, if Guru is correcting, one has to accept it. We don't tell Guru back, you know, no, no, this is not my mistake, you know. It may not be your mistake directly, but we had to understand that is chastisement, we need, I need that chastisement. So, someone senior sometimes chastises, we had to accept it, not necessarily Guru, <laughs> and some senior we may accept it, very senior we accept, okay, this, I need that chastisement, may, may not, I may not have exactly done that thing, but I may need that chastisement sometimes. But there are other places we explain. Hmm. But, uh, explanation 
is not exactly on the platform of false ego. Hmm? Sometimes explanation is required, and which is okay. Hmm? Hare Krishna. Yes. Hare Krishna, Prabhu. Thank you for the class. Hare Krishna. Uh, Prabhu, I have two questions. Is that yeah. okay? So first, uh, when we are dreaming, is that kind of illusion? When we are dreaming? When we are? Dreaming. Dreaming. In the night, like yes. it's that kind of illusion? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, dreaming, definitely. That's why there is Bhagavatam says, daydream and night dream. Both are illusions. <laughs> what is a daydream? Daydream, we think, you know, I'm a man, I'm this, I'm that, I will enjoy this way. This is a daydream. And night dream, we uh, cut, cut out from the gross body, we simply identify with the subtle body and hover in that platform. That is a night dream, both are dream. The third level, that is Turiya, that is, or the fourth level, that is understanding Krishna, being Krishna conscious, acting as servant of Krishna. So when we are Hearing Srimad Bhagavatam, if you are listening, okay, we are on the Turiya. <laughs> when we are serving, okay, Krishna, so okay, we are on the Turiya, okay. We are, so we try to act as the spirit soul in connection to Krishna. Otherwise, we are actually in dream, we are in illusion. I can see myself, you know, I am in illusion. <laughs> not many times. <laughs> no, not thinking about Krishna. So then, okay, come back to, okay, not be in illusion, okay, come back to Krishna. So then come back to the reality. Hmm? Okay, so yes, answer is night dream. Yeah, generally it is it is part of illusion. Of course, if one is thinking about Krishna and service, I wouldn't call as illusion. It's good. Prabhupada gives an example. Prabhupada says one lecture I was listening. Prabhupada, Bhagavad Gita. Uh, Prabhupada was explaining. Look, uh, I was dreaming. In the dream, I was very hungry. He was giving the example of dream. I was very hungry, and somebody gave. And I got parotta, very tasty parotta, prasadam I got and I was eating. So I felt very good, Krishna prasadam I was eating, I felt very good. But I woke up, but then I was still hungry. <laughs> so, oh, yes, the dream we get benefit, because thinking about Krishna, that benefit is there, but the, in reality that's not enough. Hmm? It's good, but it's not enough. So dreaming of Krishna is not enough. Serving in Krishna in the dream is good, but that's not enough. We had to do actual service as well. Okay, Prabhu. Hare Krishna Prabhu, good to see you. <laughs> uh, Hare Krishna, Gofrindesh Prabhu. Hare Krishna. Thank you for your class. Um, I just uh, wanted um, to mention that um, in this purport, uh, it, it is stressed that there are two souls in the body. Uh, and usually devotees um, try to see Krishna outside or to see Krishna in this world, how this world manifests towards, like reacts to your life, but Krishna actually inside. So very close, it says, very close friend. So why um, uh, is that um, we can't uh, actually see or realize Krishna uh, within us? Uh, because it is said that he is a very close friend and he is situated in the body. And also, um, usually when we th think of the soul in the spiritual world, um, there is no 
companion. Like uh, in the body, there are two souls, but in the in the spiritual world, where is no physical body, uh, Krishna is not uh, uh, sitting yeah. next to us. Uh, okay. So can you elaborate? Yeah, yeah got the question. So uh, the first question is. Why is that? Yeah. For the yeah. first question is, uh, uh, the Lord is within. Then why do we focus the Lord on outside? But the point is, Lord is within and without. He's inside and he's outside. Now, why don't we look into the Lord within? There is super soul. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, we don't have direct access to the super soul. Hmm? So it, why we don't have the access to the super soul? We can ask a question, what should I do, Krishna? Ask the super soul, get the answer, then the problem solved. Does it work? No, why not? Then we had to come to the beginning of the class. What is the answer to that? Why can't we access the super soul? Huh? Illusion. If one's mind and senses are completely controlled, one then one has almost reached the super soul. Sixth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> one has to be fully controlled. Okay, then we can talk about super soul. Otherwise, we cannot access the super soul directly. We cannot ask the super soul what is good for me. So it is mentioned that Chaitya Guru manifests as the Bahya Guru, the our initiating spiritual master hmm? or Shiksha Guru, Shiksha Guru, Diksha Guru, they are the manifestation of Chaitya Guru. You understand? Super Soul is also called Chaitya Guru because we cannot access, so we need an external spiritual master there whom we can ask, am I going in the right direction? Then there is there are scriptures, there are deities. We cannot I cannot serve Super Soul within my heart. It's not going to work. Do an arati today. Inside. It will not work. So and we cannot see. We need actually to see. So there are the deity form of the Lord. So that is the one. Second, why there is no super soul uh, in the spiritual world? Yeah, the, 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 the manifestation of super soul is in only in the material world. Because there you are directly with Krishna. You are talking to Krishna. You have Krishna all the time. So there is no, specifically there is no need of the soul, there is no concept of duality. We have the body, soul, the duality exists in the material world. That doesn't exist in the spiritual world. So there is soul and the soul in the form of Krishna, Krishna as person. Not as a soul, there is no material body there. The soul is there and the Krishna is also there. So here in the body, the soul is there, the super soul is there. In the spiritual world, the soul is there. And the super soul as Krishna is there. There is no body as such. Body is there, okay. The soul has a spiritual body. Other than that, there is no within another super soul. That concept is not there. So that is only for the material world. Clear? So does it mean that in spiritual world, uh, the soul has more freedom because, uh, you know, Krishna kind of uh, uh, is separate. It's not a companion all the time. <laughs> Like <laughs> freedom, you are talking about freedom in a, in what sense? I mean, uh, there is complete like, freedom to serve Krishna. <laughs> well, usually when someone, isn't it? That's the uh, freedom. Freedom to serve Krishna. What is what is it? What is it? There's freedom. Here uh, we are conditioned. There there is no conditioning, so we can serve Krishna. That's the freedom, isn't it? Real freedom is serving Krishna. So there is freedom to serve Krishna. 
Yeah, well, uh, it just my idea was that uh, when someone is your companion uh, full time, then and uh, then it reminds it it uh, it sounds like um, uh, you know um, they, for example, they don't trust you and they need to. Um, assist you all the time, but uh, in the spiritual world, uh, there is no s such necessity. Please, please understand, they are yeah. in pure love for Krishna. So that will answer all the question. The soul is in pure love for Krishna, and Krishna is in, of course, always in pure love for his devotees. So that is the essence so of the spiritual yeah, world. So, so the pure love is the bondage in the spiritual world. Yeah, that is that is the that and is that is binding us to Krishna. So in the material world, we are bound like together bound by, by the, the body. material energy. Yeah. Yes. But in the spiritual world, it's or our own lust. Simple. That is the binding of this material world. Okay. Any final? Yes, bro. I'll, I'll make a comment on the sure. uh, dreams question. Yeah. Um, Usually they're just the ramblings of the mind. Yeah, it is, yeah. But sometimes they may be substantial. Yeah. And the Prabhupada gave his example that he didn't want to take sannyas, but yes. Sula Bhaktisandra appeared to him in a dream and told him to take sannyas. And the first right. time he just sort of... Yeah, that's right. first time he thought, well, maybe that's just the rambling of the mind or whatever, the yes. processing of the mind. But then the second time, then he realised exactly. this is serious. Yes. And another story on dreams. <laughs> we had one, one devotee in Perth... And she turned up at the restaurant and offered to volunteer and then started chanting and became vegetarian hmm. and uh, going on Hari Nam. And, and everybody thought, I must have preached to her. Hmm. <laughs> but I knew I never actually preached to her. Hmm. And so everyone thought, oh, Yadi preached to her, but I never actually preached to her. So I asked her, how did you actually come to Krishna consciousness? Hmm. And she said to me, oh, Prabhupada appeared to me in a dream and told me to read Bhagavad Gita. Yeah. <laughs> It was like, oh, isn't that everyone becomes Krishna consciousness? Yes. <laughs> and she said, oh, I had a few Hare Krishna books, but I'd, I'd never really read them, and I wasn't yeah. even sure if I had Bhagavad Gita, but eventually I found it and I read it, and then, then my whole life changed. So, um, yeah, the dream is usually, we can say, that the rambling of the mind or whatever, the processing of the mind. Or, but then we may also be getting something substantial. And then if we're in doubt, we should yes. ask other devotees about it, not, not assume that. That's right. If we might get something strange in a dream, that doesn't have any relevance to Krishna consciousness. But maybe sometimes the uh, Krishna is telling us something through a dream, um, and therefore we can, we can check with other devotees That's before right, yeah. acting on it. But uh, so yeah, sometimes dreams are substantial. Well, usually it's just <laughs> mental gibberish. <laughs> Yeah, for us probably rarely substantial. <laughs> Thank you, that's right. Yes, but there are such incidents, yeah. I heard the story of, similar story of uh, famous, in Isa Sanyasi, I don't know Sanyas name, Achala Prabhu, his name was Achala Prabhu, Russian devotee, he was a, a military officer. And uh, he, you know, he was given, you probably you may know him, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, he got his juniors, two, two of the o other officers, he was a senior person, two junior officers, they became devotees. And he, this person was Achala Prabhu as a senior officer. He was interested in uh, yoga and stuff like that. So he came to know that these two are into yoga and you know, they asked, what is it all about? So they said, yes, this is this, and they gave a Bhagavad Gita in Russian. 
and he took the Bhagavad Gita and they asked give us a donation. <laughs> then he gave a donation, he took the book. He took the book, he read the whole book, but no purport. Only the translation. And after that, he went on for some time. Then Prabhupada came in dream and told him in perfect Russian that you should, why not, better you read all purports as well. <laughs> then he read the whole purports and he became a devotee. And he became a Sankirtan leader, a later a sannyasi. <laughs> and what is his sannyasi name? Prabhu, do you know? Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, if you cannot, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's all right, yeah. <laughs> so, thank you. No, 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 no. No. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but thank you. So, sometimes the dream can sometimes be... Sometimes they are substantial. Substantial, as And well. if in doubt, we should refer, uh, consult other devotees. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Guru Sadhu Shastra. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then. So, okay. Thank you very much. Granthara Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai.
Thank you. 